Very small number, and that's great. The big 203. What's happening? Not much. You know, yeah. I'm just excited to be here for another evening of uh, doing Get Valiant, talking about all the things in the world of Valiant Comics. So, yeah, today is a huge, huge day, right? Like with um, with uh, with comics, and um, that is because Emo Batman is out. So congratulations, emo Batman. Yeah. And I'm a huge Batman fan. I love Batman. You have a big old tattoo of Batman. But like emo Batman. I I, oh, I don't know. Do you have any excitement to see the movie? Oh, it's a Batman movie. Of course I do. Um, but you know what? I'm going to probably end up loving it because my expectations are like minuscule because of, uh, you know, I just don't see Robert Patterson. I think that's his name being Batman. And um so yeah, my, my expectations are really, really, really small. I do like the new Batmobile. That's freaking awesome. But um, yeah. 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 I don't know. What about you? Uh, no plans to see it. No plans. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, I just don't care. I'm <laughs> just so burned yeah. out on like life in general right now. I'm just like, uh, I'm going to go. I'm gonna, but you know what I'm gonna, I am going to do? Um, I'm going to go see the AEW pay-per-view at the theater with a bunch of people on sunday that's cool yeah that's, that's, cool. that's what i chose to do instead of seeing batman who's the main event on this one i don't even know i think i know like a jw versus cm punk they got like some like uh three tag teams against each other probably someone against hangman page i don't know i have oh, yeah, hey, page has got to be he's the champion and then but i haven't been paying a ton yeah. of attention to it like I watched like a little bit of it from last week and it seemed cool. That's cool. And then this week I didn't pay any attention to it. And then I, I had a bunch of people who were like, like, Hey, we're all going to go to the theater and watch it and see how, and yeah. see how it is to watch it in a, on, in a theater, you know, with like That's good cool. sound. Yeah. And I was like, I, yeah, why not? Yeah. I always see like events and I was like, who goes to some of these events? Like who goes with what? Like not knocking anybody who likes Pink Floyd, but you'll see like a thing where it's like a band like Pink Floyd, like a big classic band with a huge following. And it'd be like, Come to the, come to Cinemark and watch Pink Floyd play on the screen. And it's like, who? Would I, I would go to the theater and rewatch The Wall, to be honest. But yeah, <laughs> but like, but so like, yeah. I'm like, I kind of want to see like uh, what like one of these events is like. I've, I've wanted to go for a while just to something, just to kind of see it, just to because I have that kind of like curiosity about it. Yeah. So AEW wrestling, we're gonna try it. That's you cool. Know? I, I'm all for that because uh, I'm refusing to watch the other one just because they uh, have a uh, person on there that I just can't stand. It's like the one thing I'm a hater of. Um, can't stand Ronda Rousey. So that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> and she's terrible. So she, she, I mean, she's really she's, bad. She's bad. Yeah. She's, she's bad. so like no awkward on the microphone. And... No charisma. So Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't transfer over. Just CM Punk proved it the other way. Um, that it doesn't transfer over uh, yeah, like Brock Lesnar. But anyway, this isn't Get Wrestling. This is Get Valiant. Yeah. And, and if you want to know who's really over, okay, we'll tell you who's really over in the world of Valiant, okay? All the marks are all about Exo Manowar. They're all about Bloodshot. They're all about things that are going on in the world of Shadow Man. You know, why are we talking about that kind of stuff? Because, hey, we got a new episode of Shadow Man tonight. That's but, right. 
But last week, if we can get into it, there were three books that they announced. Well, 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 we're jumping the gun on that, too, actually. Are we? Yes, we are jumping the gun on that. Because before, that, 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 you, you're right, that happened. But it's been yeah. a little bit. Um, and um, they have, also Oh, we haven't this. talked about that? We have not talked about this. New wow. Archer and Armstrong forever. Rock and roll. Wow. I didn't realize that we hadn't talked about this. So it's been that long since. Oh, because you were on vacation when we were going to do an episode. Right, right. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, May 2022, Archer and Armstrong coming back. And uh, if you look at this A cover, it's very reminiscent of a very classic uh, Barry Windsor Smith cover. Uh, this one's by Bernard Chang. Not quite. Barry Windsor Smith ish, but uh, it's still pretty good. Just don't look at the yeah. eyes. <laughs> Characters a little bit different. Yeah, the eyes I can't get. I did see this one pull up, and I thought that was just a phenomenal looking cover. I um, love it. There's a there's a Faith cover he did where Faith is in a room, and there's lots of stuff in the background that you can kind of look at and be like, oh, like some hints of some other things that might happen. I just thought I always thought his art was so cool. But yeah, um, I don't have that one pulled up. <laughs> Don't have it pulled up. Oh man, disappointment. But well, you know, I've been there. <laughs> you, you know, I, I that's the next book to come out is Archer and Armstrong, and I uh, it, it they've been they've been away for a long time. Um, a A and A was really it. There was a one shot here and there, um, but so they popped up an incursion for like two or three pages and. Uh, little faith in the future force things like that but not they haven't had their their duo back and, and uh from what i gather uh from this creative team they're excited for these characters that it's going to be a fun worldly adventure and um you know everything you would expect from an archer and armstrong um i'm just glad that these uh these two are back and uh get some more uh ridiculousness i mean there's yeah. so much that can be done with these ones and that just makes me happy yeah, so this one is written by Steve Fox. Uh, he worked on X-Men 92. Um, it's illustrated by Marcio Fiorito, who worked on Eternals, The 500-Year War. Colors by Alex Guimaraes. Oh, man. I, uh, why, why can't I say any of these names? And then lettered by Hassan, who he letters everything that Valiant does. Yeah, he does. Um, he's but he does awesome. a great job. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like in, in like the grand fashion of like Valiant doing – creative things with their first issues. Um, there's going to be like a burnt wood cover for like the one and two fifty variant. Yeah. Was that you know, something, something that kind of, you know, bring you back, you know, you whiskey drinkers and people like that, you know, like make you think of that kind of like the big wooden crates of ale or whatever. I don't know. Stretch, you know, just yeah. run with it. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I think it's cool. You're right. Like, I do think it's great that they're back. I think they're cool. They're trying something different again. And that's what's kind of been one of their bread and butters as a company for a long time. And, um, you know, off the shelf in the, in the, in the limelight again. And, uh, I'm all for it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've, I've always made the comments that I love the immortal brothers. Um, love Archer too. I mean, you know, I'm just like, it's about time we got these characters back. And, uh, you know, I mean, like, I don't have, like, I don't necessarily have, like, expectations of the series or anything like that. But I just I just hope it does well, you know. I want everything to go good so that we can get more than, like, four issues, more than six or eight, 
you know, I want to see something, you know, Valiant, I mean, even, I mean, this is, even, I mean, it's been a long, long time since we've had books that went past 12 issues. So it's just like, you know. Right. But I mean, you could kind of consider Rye when you call Fallen World and then Rye. But yeah, it's been a long, long time since we had past 12, right? I think Rye and Fallen World totals 12 total. So getting something more than that would be great. Um, you know, I know Bloodshot was right there, I think. So there's been some uh, for a while, you know, I, I just it's obviously sells is what's going to hold it. Right. And it's a uh, yeah. You know, they're outside of Archer and Armstrong. Everything has been kind of big maxi series for in Harbinger. Um, so hopefully it's a lot more of a run that we can have some good, true ongoings. Yeah, you know, and um, these, I just think like these classic characters, everybody wants them, you know, and we hear so much about how, you know, like you hear like some parts of the fan base where they're like, we, we want Valiant to listen to us. We want to see more of like the classic characters. Well, here's your shot, man. <laughs> you know, um, now personally, I'm not familiar with anything that any of the creators on this. I'm not, I mean, they're all new to me. I did see some sketches though from the artist. I didn't, I don't have them up or anything, but like he looked like he could draw Archer Armstrong pretty well. So I do have some hopes that at least on the artistic side, it's going to look like what I expect out of an Archer Armstrong book. Yep. You know, and, uh, Jim Garcia in the chat brings up uh, the Harbinger movie news that happened. Um, forgive me if I don't know the director's name, but it is the director that had been tied to or tied to the director of Maze Runner um, yeah. is set to do Harbinger. Or that's what the rumor has. And what makes that really intriguing is the other name that was once tied to being Pete Stanchek was that lead actor there um, from Maze Runner. Um, that was one time that person was tied to that uh, role um, as rumors. And I think that would be, I always, I thought that was a pretty good fit and I would didn't have any complaints over that. And now that there's this director, maybe there's a little bit more to that. So, yeah. Yeah. They definitely need to go young because I know if you look at like comic book movies nowadays, you get a lot of people who are trying to pull off like, they're like a 20 something, but they're like a 45 year old actor, you know I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so it's like go young you kind of have to have it for what the, the renegades are. Um, but I mean, like, it's kind of hard to get excited about this stuff yet. Cause we had news like oh, a year and a half ago where they're like, we're going to definitely have something in 2021. And I mean, obviously the pandemic changes everything. And even like, you know, when, you know, uh, different strains and variants come out and how that's affected the world again. Um, I kind of cut them some slack. They probably shouldn't. I don't think like, uh, the higher up should have like been like, Hey, you're going to see something like so soon. Like, come on. We know how long movies take. Yeah. Let's shot took forever. You know, we heard about that movie for years. It felt like a long time. So, you know what? I'm in no yeah. rush with this one. I'm trying to just pace myself with any kind of news. Like I'm not, we don't need to talk about it every week, but uh, yeah. I'm optimistic, you know, like Harbinger's awesome, you know, and it's really something that it, it felt so different than a lot of stuff when it came out. Mm -hmm. So we'll just see. And even, and you know, and, and speaking on that, I felt like this was a book that when when Valiant came back, even and Josh Dysart was writing it, they really elevated like what you could do with like I felt like a, a character's powers. You know, it was just really, it was just so unique, and they took a, a great concept and and made it greater. Yeah, the real good aspect that I think a lot of 
you know, a lot of pieces trying to represent is just that, you know, the, uh, the moral ambiguity, the good or bad, the gray, right. They're not, you know, good or bad. Um, I think that's always been one of the things that I enjoyed about Harbinger is that it was, you really had to have some discernment about who was the good guy and who was the bad guy. Right. I mean, there's still the Toyo Harada, like is, was he the good guy or the bad guy that people still debate that. Um, obviously, there's some horrible things that Pete Stanchek has done. And I don't know if they'll play that off in the movie or not. Uh, if the movie comes right, but that yeah. would be an interesting aspect and, you know, not a great guy, but you know, what's there, where are they going? So, yeah. yeah. Could, so, could something like that, like Pete's behavior, could Pete's behavior be like kind of the kind of thing where it's like bad controversy is like good controversy because people talk about it or is it like, would it be the kind of thing where like people would be like, well, that's a horrible aspect, a horrible aspect of the character. We just don't want to see it. Like, how what can you do with it? Um, I think that's like a question because I think like what Pete is like. Pete is a flawed character. He's got yeah. he's a broken toy. You have to, and I think like to make it work, yep. he's got to be the broken toy. That's what sets that's what sets Harbinger apart. You know, like the characters aren't perfect. Yeah, they're not the X Men where it's like, hey, this, these guys have incredible powers and everything goes right for them. And you know what? I mean, if, if you didn't know they were mutants, it wouldn't matter. But here it's like, it's a, it's a, the world outside your window take, you know, where it's yeah. like, there, there is like good and bad with all of it. You know, I feel I, like I, if I they power go, corrupts totally. And I feel like if they go close to that, that they'll are close to that script or that play, they will, uh, they'll cut it short a little quick earlier. Yeah. yeah that, that, like it won't go as far as it did in the book. So, um, but yeah, all this said, that, that's exciting. Anytime we get some of that news that we, we want to jump on it. I want to listen to it. I want to watch it. Um, but I, I know how long we anticipated bloodshot that I'm scared to go down that road again because it was just uh, agonizing. Um, so I'm going to just go on uh, like, okay, cool. You know, I'm not going to get as into it as I was uh, as bloodshot, but when it comes, I will be probably just as excited, if not more. Um, because I didn't anticipate it as much. Um, yeah, but I would just say get your back issues if you don't have them. You know, get a Harbinger one if you don't have it yet. But yeah, you know. those are going back up a lot right now. So yeah, um, so yeah, be aware. But we Archer and Armstrong was announced, and then there was some other huge news, like three new books coming in the future: the Book of Shadows. AKA Unity Dark, uh, Colin Bunn and Ricardo Latina. Um, dude, it looks great. Um, Dr. Mirage, Eternal Warrior, Shadow Man, Punk Mambo. And I think that's Alyssa there, right? Um, I think. Well, um, on or the. No, no it's, it's classified. So is that someone new? I think it is one of the characters that's currently in Shadow Man right now, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But. It's we'll all right. Yep. So the book of shadows really seems like it's going off of like a book of death type of feel. Um, but what's going to happen with this dead side war that's going to lead to this um, makes it exciting to what we're currently reading to know that there's a bigger, longer game. And hopefully, yeah, you know what? Yeah, this has been like, that's been one of the big complaints I've had with the way Valiant has operated the last couple of years is that you've seen, well, actually not even just the last couple of years, like, for quite a while where once a book was canceled or once a book, the story was finished, the characters go back on the shelf. You don't know when you're going to see them again. And this one does a really great job of, we know we're going to have shadow man now after whatever happens with dead side war, we know we're going to get some punk mambo. 
and bringing it Dr. Mirage. We haven't seen her for a couple of years. Galad's been gone for a while. So a team book, if that's what it takes to get some of these characters back out there that so we can see them and get people excited about them again, all right, let's do it. Yeah, and you know, and that's kind of like the the whole thing to this this advertisement of these three books that I think Comic Pros they're launch, they're reviewing all of this at Comics Pro. It's coming back to the continuity, the tight continuity that is Valiant. And Valiant's been away from that. Like what happens in one book's not happening in another book. Um, it's it there've been like separate little mini-series and they haven't tied at all. Um, there's been other characters show up here and there. Yes, absolutely. But it hasn't been, you know, this impacted this, this, you know, like I, I'm trying to think of the one where Quantum and Woody, the power goes out at the beginning of Harbinger Wars 2. So like that was quite entertaining to have, have it tie together. Something affected something. Uh, you know, obviously the way that Harbinger and Bloodshot rolled in to have this great original Harbinger war was fantastic. Um, just the way it all kind of connects, the way it all touches is what, I don't know, intrigues a lot of people to Valiant because it is that accessible universe where things matter in one book to affect another book, um, you know, depending on the size and, you know, the feature of the, the event that's happening. Um, so I think that that's what this is kind of coming back to. I think that this is going to have some events of at least the shadow story of having long-term events on other characters. So, yeah. Next would be uh, Return of Bloodshot with Bloodshot Unleashed. Oh, John Davis Hunt on Bloodshot. And what I love at this bottom, for mature readers only, hell yes, there needed to be a Punisher Max Bloodshot-ish whatnot. Give it to me. Blood, gore, and craziness. And yeah. <laughs> you know, Bloodshot's always kind of been like a bit of a violent book, even even within like the Valiant universe. It's it's always been kind of a, a, a bloodier, bloodier book. You know, a lot of people getting shot. Uh, Bloodshot always healing like some gruesome injury. So, um, you know, they never went mature reader before. So I'm kind of curious to see like what they do if they're going to slap that kind of title on the character. You know, so, um, you know, I thought it worked very well with the Punisher. If, you know, when we make that comparison, it's like, yeah, you know, that guy, that character, when they when they gave him a series that was for mature readers, it really did elevate the character. I, I really hope that they can do the same thing here because Bloodshot does kind of work in a world where, his his adventures are pretty gruesome. They're very violent. So it makes sense to give him a shot at a mature, mature reader's book. Uh, and that cover is awesome. That John Davis Hunt image of Bloodshot firing his weapon, his face is coming apart. It's it's a it's something that I think stands out. And those are the kind of covers I think that people, if they're not familiar with a character like that, they're gonna see that on the shelf. They're gonna definitely want to know what's going on with a book like that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like, what is it? Desi Camp that's on it is really pumped up for it too, which is exciting to have a, a a creator, a writer that's really pumped up for it. And again, like I said, John Davis Hunt on it. Um, Jordy on colors. Jordy, and then there's Hassan again on the letters, but it's really coming back to um, a valiant, right? Of of going into their fan base, their existing fan base which looks a lot like you and I, you know, 
30, 40, 50 year olds, uh, dudes. Right. And we love this and that's the kind of thing. Like, I think that's, that is showing that their direction of who they're trying to go for. And if you can, you know, get the existing fan base or the existing fan base back, it's going to be great. Yeah. You know, and, and one thing I want to touch on with that kind of comment is that like looking around the, the Valiant verse, you know, the different places where I would pick up my news or see opinions. And there was a lot of like the old timers who were like, you know what, these books, they, they're appealing to me, you know, these, these are what I want to see, you know, I'm really excited about them, you know, we'll see, you know, um, the last one may be the best for last, who knows, but, uh, Exo Man of War unconquered in uh, November from Becky Cloonan, Michael Conrad, and on art will be Liam Sharp. Yes. Woo. Yes. I love this cover. There's so it's much. Not, this might not even be a cover from what I remember. Like, it's just like this image. Um, you know, he looks like a badass. You know, he looks like he's down to go wreck some stuff. He does, but it looks like he skipped leg day a little bit compared to that top half is really, really big. Uh, he just he just didn't do his his uh planks (laughs) (laughs) but you know there's that and then there's one thing that made me laugh about it and i did kind of razz greg katzman on it and i said who was responsible for that very first line on this image for from acclaimed creators like dude you should not put acclaimed in any valiant shit you do (laughs) Um, because we don't want that tie in together. Uh, Get rid of that. Uh, But dude, yeah, Liam Sharp. I mean, this even had former Valiant, um, former Valiant staff acknowledging this, that this is a great connection, that this uh, leaves them excited uh, for what Arik of Dasi is going to be doing. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, look, we've, we've never been shy about our feelings on the last series either. It wasn't that exciting of a book. It just had a lot of flaws to it. We all kind of felt, and uh, you know, it left us one more. So this is more. I mean, I got to think Becky Clinton is an incredible talent. Mm-hmm. I, I love Southern Cross. Um, Liam Sharp's art. I've always been a fan. So can I tell you what I hate about this? What that last word November? Too far away. Damn it! I will yeah. tomorrow. So that, that I mean, that's what I feel about it. I this. Gets me excited, right? Uh, XO, I don't care, Pandemic. It needs to always be on the shelf. It is, you know, he is a staple. And, you know, he's kind of the glue to a lot of this. Um, This is going to be more of a galaxy trot of a story, so we're told, um, with getting some more sci-fi adventure, global or worldly sci space. Yes. Um, Yeah. Muscles are much, but this image is great. Um, so for it. Yeah. But I think this is the kind of image, like, I mean, whatever your things are like on his legs. I just think like, if you look at this, this is what the last nine issues have been lacking of Exo War. I think, you know, like he, he just looks very stoic, very dynamic, looking like he's ready to like face down on the greatest threats the universe could throw at him, you know? And if you think about all that, you know, that's like that, and those three books, Archer and Armstrong and Armor Clads, that's five books that we know about that are going to happen this year. And I'm pretty excited for all of them. You know, like I probably have like the least amount of excitement for Armor Clads just because I don't really know much about what it's going to be. Yeah, it looks cool, though. Yeah, 
but everything else is a bunch of like you know the legacy characters of the Valiant Universe. So it's like how you, how do you not get excited for that? Yeah. What what makes me glad about Armorclads is it didn't take away the two stories that are currently running, and it adds to third book. So yeah. that's what I do like about it, that it's, you know, it's not just the, you know, uh, a shadow man in armor clads or harbinger in armor clads that it's just adds to another one. So. Yeah, I keep I see I saw that there was color um, previews in the books for it, but I was like, I'm not reading it yet. I just want to go into it with a, a little more understanding of the whole story. Yep. Yeah, and that's a couple weeks away, right? Literally two two Wednesdays away. That and I believe Shadow Man come out together. So mm. getting two books come out at the same week with Valiant, like heck yeah, very uh, cool. Um, I think we're here to talk about some stuff. What do you think we should do? Let's let's review some books. Let's do that. Yes, that's right. Spoiler pause. Spoiler pause. Make sure you read the book. If you haven't, your fault. We're going to read it. We're going to talk about it. So now first up, Harbinger number five uh, with a little Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing writers, Robbie Rodriguez on art. Robbie Rodriguez doing a color cover. Isaac uh, Goldhart uh, doing the B cover. And then Ibrahim Mustafa, one of my favorites, is do, did the, uh, pre, the pre-order cover on it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, this was a interesting issue. Like, we had a kind of a glimpse around the world within, like, the little South City, the people who were affected by it, you know, and, and what Pete's had to do to kind of save the day for all of them because Pete's evil side or his evil uh, part of him has been activating people, it seems like. And... You know, like, honestly, the best part about this whole book, I thought, was not what was teased with it. Because the cover, not the, this cover per se, which is awesome, by the way. But, you know, like a lot of the talk about this issue going into it was like, hey, we're going to see the return of faith, you know. But what I thought was actually way more exciting about this issue was, I guess it's that B cover creature thing, was that was Titan from... Gen Zero. And we haven't seen any of those characters for so long. And kind of how we were talking with the those new books that are coming out, how great it is, uh, you know, how we miss those things that kind of brought us back to the old universe or back or things that remind us of that we're in a shared universe. This was awesome to see like someone from Gen Zero, you know, most of those characters have been killed off, you know, and it kind of to me oh, totally overshadowed the fact that, yeah, Faith shows up. And face is a big part of what Harbinger is. Mm -hmm. But to me, I was like, oh, what? Like Titan? I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> First appeared in Bloodshot 9. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Titan uh, was, yeah, one of the uh, Project, Project Rising Spirit, you know, Psyots that were being raised as Gen Zero. And I, I agree. I love the callbacks to that. And it makes logical sense in a connected universe to have something like this happen in Sayat City, right? Just out of Chicago, yep. whatnot. Um, you know, who else is there? What else has happened? What other people that have come and gone through Harbinger or within Sayats um, can come and show themselves? Yeah. How That's, big is that kind of community yeah. if, if we're just barely seeing him? Well, and you think about it, I mean, 
obviously you got to do the comparison to X-Men, right? How many X-Men damn books are there in this world? And it's a whole, it's a, it could be its own comic book company universe alone. It pretty much is the X-Men. Yeah. And yet Harbingers, like there's so much, right? Remember the thousands of names from Harbinger that they got from uh, the Harbinger Foundation. And that was part of the leak, right? That's what I like about it. That's, um, I think that there's a lot to be connected to that. And yeah. And, and then that, yeah, we do get faith back, which is great. Faith is, you know, to a, a fan favorite. There's a lot of people that follow faith. Um, but yeah, I, I think I dig that call out and maybe building a little bit different of a renegade team um, or starting a whole new, you know, foundation all over again. So, yeah, I thought the faith, the way that faith was actually brought into this issue was great too, because uh, I want to say Pete's just on his way to go like do something. And then all of a sudden he's attacked and he's not even given like a chance to react to what's going on to him. But yeah, it's faith, you know, and she's upset that like there's someone out there with her, her uh, friend's face as she calls it. And, um, but yeah, I mean, like it was, it was really interesting just the way that this whole, whole thing built up because I was expecting a huge issue of Pete and faith reconnecting we don't know how things have been since the last time they met. And we didn't really get that, you know, it, but it wasn't necessarily bad. Like, I mean, like I, th- I feel like in one part, like I was a, a little bit disappointed because I knew that she was coming. And so I was like, Oh, it's gonna be like a big faith issue. No, but at the same time, it actually works out really well the way it is. So, right. you know, I'm not, I wasn't disappointed in when I was done reading it in that. Yeah. You know, and I love what Colin and uh, Jackson are doing with uh, the way it's writing too, right? It does give me some, you know, not completely, but some some Dysart dialogue that was happening where it's introducing characters the way they were doing. And that I felt like that was something that I, you know, recall back with uh, Harbinger uh, with Dysart that he would do. And it would just kind of, wouldn't necessarily say the powers, but it's like, here's this person. This is what's going on with them. Here's this person. Here's what's going on with them. And it also speaks a lot to Pete's powers, right? That he's able to read these people's minds. He's able to get in and kind of see what's going on with them and kind of know their story right away. And I think that's kind of one of the the good things about Pete. Uh, I know it's one of the talks about how that can be so hard for him as well, too. Hearing all of that, knowing all of that that there's a lot to burden on the, on the young man, but, um, and, and the way this story just continues to continue to move forward. And, um, I, I'm been very impressed with what we got so far with Arbinger. Yeah. Same here. Um, you know, I, I feel like what we were told, we, we've, we've always been told like from shows going to conventions and stuff. It's just like, you know, we would bring the character, the characters back when we have the right story to tell. And I feel like this one is has been really uh, it's been better than like what I've expected. You know, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like, it's not on like Dice Art's level, no. but it's something different, you know? And if you sit there and you just want what Dice Art did, we would be disappointed forever. You know, like it, it's just a, spe- a special story, but right here we're getting something different. That's I feel like it's just really good, you know? And, and I'm curious to see where it goes. I hope it stays around for a while. Probably won't, you know, but um, I think like maybe the only time, the only complaints I've really had with this book, I think a little bit of like the art at times can be a little, I don't know, like not as detailed in, in a couple of spots, but I think maybe it might be the case of just trying to do something different with the art. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think Robbie's got a pretty clean style sometimes, but you know, that's really about it. You know, like, I, I mean, like I think story-wise I, I'm just really, really impressed with it. Yeah. I, I do think at times Robbie's art can get busy, but I do, I've, you know, felt like it's lended itself to the story so far. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty well. Um, yeah. Like there's times where some of the panels seem like they're kind of, you know, simplified a lot. Um, but yeah. And then Jim is letting us know that this run will end with issue eight. Um, yeah. I, I hope this elves have showed that maybe they can get some more. So, um, yeah. And Danny Ward better not say anything about emo Batman. Uh, I'm waiting for that. I know you were there. So welcome Danny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, dude, I, I, I dig it. I do dig Robbie's art and, um, it is one that I, I want to see where this can take us, where, where this does with Pete's uh, redemption story, um, and then go from there. So, um, As far as like my own rating on this, I'd give it like a four out of five. Um, really solid issue. Uh, we're not like, you know, recreating the wheel or anything, but like it's still really good. It's still really compelling. I'm drawn into it. But uh, yeah. Just four out of five. A high four out of five. <laughs> a high four out of five. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, damn. We, we've been on on our numbers, which is crazy, because I'm going to be right there with you on a four, too. Um, yeah, I'm going to be right there on four as well. That it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. It's uh a book that when we get it right away, I'm ready to read it. It's like, it's not dies art, but it it's, you know, that's a given, but this is good. Right. And I, you know, I know that that's kind of one of the, uh, the measuring tools, but it's probably not it's, a fair measuring. It's probably tool. an unfair measuring. It's tool. A, it is an unfair measuring tool. <laughs> um, because it was a blank slate for that at that time. It was a brand new piece, plenty of time to kind of set the pieces and set the puzzle pieces. Um, and it was a blank slate. So it is a very unfair puzzle piece, or unfair um, comparison, but it's really good. Um, yeah, score me up for this. I, I dig it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Danny, I'm not insulting Batman. I'm insulting right, uh, the, the actor. But I, I I really love Batman. He's my favorite. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, and then welcome David in there. Uh, you know Brookside in the house. So go check out David at SN SNMC. He collects a lot of books and does a lot of reviews on hot books that are coming out. So or that not coming out, but that are hot on the the, the seller market, buyer oh, market. Okay. Yep. Collects lots of CGC. Good stuff. Got a good chat group too and stuff. So, hmm. all right, we got another book to talk about though, and that is Shadow Man with Colin Bunn, Pedro Andreo, John Davis Hunt doing the cover, Adam Gorm doing a cover, Pedro Andreo doing another cover, and then there was also a couple. Um, I only got one to show, but there was a couple uh, Punk Mambo covers too to show on this too. So, oh, Shadow Man number six. Um, you know, my, my favorite, well, not my, my favorite of the covers was easily the A cover with Shadow Man and Punk Mambo. I was digging it really hard. Uh, great cover image. Um, 
This one was this kind one? Of, yeah, that cover right there. So good, just so clean. Punk Mamba looks so awesome. I'm a big fan of the character. Yep. Yeah, so this one we get um, you know, more of these blights, you know, steeping into the world, and this time they're in a um like a criminal like an insane like an insane asylum of sorts. And uh there's like someone bringing people there and like fucking their bodies up somehow. I can't remember what it was exactly. <laughs> um you know, but this was an interesting issue in the fact that like we got two different groups here. We got Shadow Man, and then eventually the Avatars and Punk Mambo catch up with him. But and we get the return of a couple people too, and and that's a really interesting thing about this because you would think that with the level of what these characters were that returned, there would have been a little bit more like of a foreshadowing, maybe you know, or something on a cover. But yes, um, Master Dark and Sandria show back up, um, released from the Book of Solomon. Oh, hey, Josh, were, were, were we giving away something today? We were going to give something away today. Oh, okay. Good. Spoilers. I think we're giving away spoilers today. Is that what it is? Is that what we're giving away? <laughs> okay. I didn't know if it was a golden opportunity or not. I think there is a golden opportunity. I, oh. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Golden opportunity. That means put your name in the chat if you want a golden opportunity. So, golden opportunity. Cool. Yep. <sighs> Sorry about that. Just made me think oh, about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, I felt like this was an issue where there was a lot going on because we have um, this like doctor in the insane asylum doing stuff. Then we get the darks. Then we got Dead Side showing up and kind of handing Jack his ass. Oh, I didn't see that cover. There you go. That's rad. What shop's that from? I think it's Cowabunga. Yeah, that's like an homage to a Adam Hughes Catwoman cover. Yep. There's a couple other. Like I said, I know that there was at least one other one that I saw. Of uh, So, yeah. Yeah. We like to show that stuff off, you know. I, I mean, like, there's so many of them, and I feel like, I try to follow enough of these shops to post them in our Facebook page and our Twitter page. Sometimes I miss them, but like that's that's a good one. Yeah, and this image, this panel imaging right here, you know this this is it. This is beauty, and beauty is beauty. Um, I love this image all the way around. So, yeah, yeah. Pedro Andreo, um, you know he he was he was discovered through Valiant, right? Wasn't he part of one of their their uh, the online panel, um, you know, review? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, so, like, it's it's been cool to see him kind of hop to another book. You know, first he did Bloodshot, and then he's doing this one. And uh, oh, I just I, I really like the way he makes Shadow Man's face look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it definitely allows some emoting and some you know really getting that emotion out with him. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I've dug in, I've dug that. Um, because sometimes, you know, like, I mean, not to interrupt you, so I apologize but, for the interruption, but, like, sometimes we get some of these artists that are so good, and then the expression is just, like, the same expression, like, the entire time. Like, their mouth will be the same thing. They're, like, um, the artist on Psylords, I felt like, you know, there's a lot of, like, the same face over and over and over again when we got it. And it's like, you know what, like, you don't have to be as talented, but give me some more emotion in like what what these people are going through. 
Yeah. But ultimately digging it with Punk Mambo back in the mix with this too, right? And the abettors getting uh, Punk Mambo in, and there's a lot of Punk Mambo not wanting to get back in there. But the tie-in to the Punk Mambo story that was, what, two years ago by Colin Bunn really kind of connects it. There's some story pieces from there that are carrying over. Mm -hmm. You don't have to read it, but it helps when you read it. Um, you should read it. understand good. where Punk Mambo uh, is coming from currently. Um, and the characters that come along with Pump Mambo right now with um, her, like new Loa that's with her. Um, I think that's that's something that needs to be kind of back read and reread. I need to reread it myself. But it was cool to see that connection, right, of something that happened in a story, um, you know, at least, what, seven issues before, right, before Shadow Man even came that's connecting to this story. So it is tying in a, a bigger picture, which is Colin's doing cool with that. And... Um, yeah, um, I'm I'm score on this. Uh, I, I I dug dug this. Um, you're really getting to see Shadow Man be a badass, and you are seeing him connect with uh, a bigger group um, that he's getting the backing. And you're also seeing some uh, some cool villains come about, brand new, and some that have have a long history with Valiant. So the the new and the old all in one. Yeah, this this issue has a great ending, I think, where it's just like you kind of see what's happening with like uh, the surrounding area around Jack and you just see these big hulking things kind of coming out where, you know, they can't keep they can't keep the dead side back anymore, you know, and and just like the way this issue ends, you know, like I'm glad I'm, I'm really glad that like Jack is basically like powerless against dark side or dead side, you know, where he doesn't even like he's not even much of a fight for her. You know, so it's good to see that, like, it's a, it's a formidable villain. You know, hopefully it's something that can stick around. I know that, like, this is, like, a complaint I always have where it's, like, we get these villains and, like, one story or later they're gone. But I guess it just depends on how they're used. But um, I feel like the way Jack's world is set up, you, there's reasons that make it so people come back. It all deals with death. There's reasons to bring everyone back. But right. honestly, it, my, my biggest takeaway from this issue is, like, wow, like, we got – Master Dark, and you know, there's no, there's nothing that led me to believe that they would even pop up. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of that was a big surprise. I mean, outside of seeing the the one pre order cover that kind of shows it a little bit, that's the you know, but who knows if that was a a past callback or whatnot. But it's really tying together really well, right? It's like the rug and the big Lebowski. It really ties the room together. And that, that's that's what we're looking for is stuff that ties the room together. Um, and that's the Valiant Universe. And I'm glad they're doing it within this, the dark world, right? And we're going to get Unity Dark soon. Um, but that's that's what it's about. So, yeah. yeah. Do you want to score this one first? Yeah, yeah. That way you could take my score from me because I know it's going to be right there with me. Uh, where the calls the calls to what's happened before um continuing with the art the story keeps progressing in a great way um i really am going to be I, I i'm enjoying the shit out of shadow man so i'm gonna be 4.25 on this um and that's kind of what i'm liking about this this book so far um all the way around and and to know that there's more to it with book of shadow makes me enjoy what we're getting right now even more yeah i'm actually gonna go a hair but low i'm gonna go four out of five Oh, you're four out of five all the way. Why yeah. you got to be such a downer? What, what's wrong? You didn't like this book? No, it's great. It's not perfect. Well, four out of five is a great score. Yeah, it's good. I know. And, and, and you know, like I said, like I'm, I'm really digging it. 
Um, but yeah, another good week of books. Um, since I I read both of them today. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, it was another good week of books. It was a, a good month of valiant news, of excitement. Um, when you get a touch of movie news, when you get four books that are coming soon announced with, uh, you know, characters with lots of history within Valiant, um, that that leads for a good week right there. Um, there was a, yeah, I'm not even going to mention that. Never mind. Uh, and then we got <laughs> March. What are we looking at? March 22nd? March 23rd? The Harbinger number five? Nope, sorry. March 16th, Shadow Man number seven. March 23rd, Armor Clads. Mm. Um, so some, some good things. Shadow Man number seven, Armor Clads number one, the 16th, 23rd, and then we got the 30th. We got Harbinger number six. Mm. So three books in one month. That's pretty damn awesome. Yep. Um. And then there's going to be some old, like, acclaimed Shadow Man, Shadow Man by Jamie Delano and Charlie Allard. Uh, that book is coming out on March 23rd. So uh, Shadow Man number 5 through 15 from the 1997 run. Yeah, how great is it to finally get a volume 2 of something, like, classic? Like, I think it's awesome, you know? I'm going to totally buy it. Put it right next to my Shadow Man by Garth Ennis. Absolutely. So... So I run. guess that means that they'll they'll probably do a smaller one just to do the um, hopefully Danny please get it done uh, the the third book the Clayton Crane book of uh, Shadow Man yes yep I hear he's a big deal now yeah yeah I uh, Clayton Crane I you know he's done a couple things right I heard he's so. done a few things yeah. There might be delays on the trade. Yeah, okay. I get it. So yeah. Then we're gonna get the bloodshot deluxe next stores next week. So that's awesome. We'll get that. So we will have some fantastic things. And then ooh, Archer and Armstrong. That's a good call out there on May the fourth, which May is 4th. also Star Wars Day. So mm. yeah. Dude, uh, there's some good books coming. There's some good stuff coming around the corner with Valiant. Um, and and that leaves the dude excited, right? Um, yeah. Oh, we did put in that we had uh, golden opportunities. Uh, did you have a hat and name and anything? Um, I don't. You know what I'm going to do? You know, you know I, can't, you know I, can't see the, I can't see the Facebook chat. I do want to thank everybody for watching. But let's, we're going to do this. Um, we're going to draw the numbers at our next show. So with your name. So if you're watching this in recording, so not just the live people are going to get this, put your name in the comments below of whatever source you're watching it, YouTube or Facebook, and we'll get your name in the chat yep. and uh, we'll have we'll, you on. Yeah. We'll, we'll draw the name live at our next episode. Yep. Cool. That sound good. So put your name in the chat. We got some people in here. I do see some people in here uh, with with David and Tim Ford and um, Scott on. He's over at Twitch today. Um, oh, I was wondering so, where Scott was. I didn't see him in our our YouTube. Yeah, Scott's over here on Twitch. So I um, got some stuff there with that. So getting the the Twitch going on, and then we got Jim Garcia who joined us earlier and jason adams so any of you who uh want to get on that uh after the fact put your name in the comments 
um, and we can get you going and uh, get Danny Ward. Yeah, I hope Danny wins too. Um, Danny's <laughs> it'll be easy Danny. for her to mail that out. <laughs> it'll be easy. So, uh, but yeah, put your name in the comments and uh, you know get in on some 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 cool valiant stuff. A yeah. golden opportunity, of course. Yeah. It's probably better that way because I feel like we don't do anything for the people who listen after the fact. We do like reward reward the live viewers, but yeah, you know. And if you actually listen to us, if this is if you listen to us on the podcast too, we're not gonna cut you out either. Yeah. So make sure you comment over at on, on our Get Valiant Facebook page um, mm-hmm. under the announcement of this video. So mm-hmm. jump over to Facebook page at Get Valiant um and if you're on the podcast so we want to appreciate you as well because we we also do this audio you get to hear our voice and oh man that's scary well scary for the more scary for the people get to see our faces so it's true it's true dude it's been a good week so appreciate you jumping on anytime it's always fun it is it is everybody thanks for watching we appreciate you bye